Hello everybody and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri and it is a two-man show today, uh, joined of course by Alice and Aletha. Al, what's going on? Um, I, I, I'd call it a sweet and sour, I'm having a sweet and sour weekend. Like sweet, because I've been playing a lot of Skyward Sword and doing really awesome to shave off some time for the marathon. And then sour because my AC broke yesterday or er, Friday, and it's really hot in my house. <laughs> you know the people. I can't do anything. The people of New it. York would be envious of that because I think there's like a snowstorm there or something like that right now. What? What is this weather? Like I don't even understand. I don't know. That's like in Calgary, um, since we live right by the mountains or right under the mountains. It's like it's pretty much always like that. Like you can have snow as late as June sometimes, but then it's like plus thirty like a couple days later. That's insane. Plus thirty Celsius for all you uh, American listeners <laughs> out there. I don't know what that equates to in your weird ranking of temperature. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to Google that. <laughs> um, speaking of ranking, though, today we are going to be diving into the Wind Waker and all of its dungeons. Uh, I played this game. For the first time in a while, maybe, what was that, about a month ago, you think, you think, Al? I think so, a month or a month and a half ago. Um, so I'm I'm pretty fresh on that game, and, uh, you know, we wanted to do an, an episode specifically dedicated to the dungeons. We're going to be doing a little bit more Wind Waker content uh, in the very near future, actually, because, spoilers, that's the next game on our definitive ranking list over at ZeldaDungeon.net. And, uh, Al, I know that this is one of your, like, top favorite Zelda games too, right? It is. I mean, I feel like over the years it's kind of gone down a little bit as I've been playing more through the Zelda series again, but it's still it still holds a special place in my heart. I love it, and it's still pretty high up there, I think. So I'm excited for this one. We are going to be uh, definitively ranking all of the dungeons. If you guys are listening to this, by now you know how this works. Uh, we're just going to go in sequential order here, and we're going to talk about the dungeon in long form, and then we are going to rank it, and um, we're going to then take another dungeon, talk about it in long form, either rank it above or below the previous dungeon. We're going to move on, get the third dungeon, either rank it above, below, or in the middle, etc., etc., all the way until the very end. There are seven dungeons in the Wind Waker, um... So let's uh, let's get right into it, actually, here, Allison, and, and let's get started here. Uh, lots of lots of ground to cover in the Wind Waker, but you know, I was I just want to preface this. I was just telling you this before we started recording here. So I played this game like a month and a half ago, right? And uh, yep. I I don't know what it is, but when I'm when I think of the Wind Waker's dungeons, uh, they're they're very vanilla to me. So like they don't stick out. So like I played it not that long ago, and Already, like, I was forgetting almost everything about these dungeons, because they're just, like, by and large, I feel, I, I kind of feel like I do about these dungeons the way I do about Majora's Mask dungeons, where, like, these ones are, I, I don't think that there's, like, a really bad dungeon amongst them, but I don't think that there's a really great dungeon amongst them, so I think what I'm trying to say here, Allison, is you're going to have a lot of influence and a lot of sway over this list, because <laughs> um, I'm pretty malleable, you're going to be able to to convince me to to do uh, to do a lot of crazy rankings here, I think. So basically, what you're saying is this is not the champions cast list. This is Allison's list. I mean, I'll <laughs> I'll fight you on a few things. Uh, definitely okay, fight okay. you on a few things. But you know, yeah, I mean, like for 
for a lot of the list, I feel like they're pretty close. Like, there's no really big gaps in quality between the dungeons. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I kind of get what you were saying um, about that. Just because there's a couple dungeons where I was like, mm, do I like this one a little bit more, a little bit less? It kind of feels the same. Um, I get what you're saying about the vanilla also. So we'll see. There's a few that I definitely like more and I think are better um, in many ways. So we'll see how this list goes. All right. So um, over on our sister show, the Omega Metroid podcast, actually, I stole this definitive ranking idea. And Dak and I ranked all of the Ridley fights in the series, which you should check out if you're a Metroid fan, by the way. Um, but at the end of the show, we ended up revealing our own list to each other. Do you want to do that same thing here? Sure. I think that sounds like a good plan. Let's get it started, Al. Are you ready? Yes, let's do it. Okay, let's kick it off with the first dungeon in this game. And, like, right away, we're breaking some rules and we're cheating because we're combining two separate trips. But whatever. The Forsaken Fortress. Um, You know what? Actually, I'd love to hear your thoughts about the Forsaken Fortress, Allison. Um, okay, so... I was telling you before we started recording that I kind of thought about this list as a casual player and as a speedrunner because I speedrun this game. Right. So combining these two thoughts, the Forsaken Fortress is barely a blip on my radar because you go like as a speedrunner, you go through it so fast. However, fighting Phantom Ganon is like one of my favorite fights in all of Wind Waker. Um, I just think that the music is so cool. Like as you're playing, you know, the, you know, the beam tennis, whatever it's called, that's a staple for Zelda. Like every time you hit it and he hits it, there's like a really cool beat in the music. And I think, I don't know. It's just something that makes me so happy. And it makes me sad that when I'm speed running, I have to kill him really fast. But when I'm casually playing, I make it last as long as possible. Right. So I feel like that has some saving grace for it. But really, like, it's so fast. You can go through this through this um, area so quickly. You don't have to get all the lights. If I was playing playing casually, I'd probably go get all the lights just to make it last a little bit longer. But um, I remember at the very like the very first time I played it too. Like the stealth about it was pretty cool. But again, as a speed player, that was kind of ruined. So I actually ranked this the lowest on my list. Oh wow! Oh boy! Allison, I ranked this at number one. Some fight, some fight is about to ensue here. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I love this. I love this dungeon. I mean, like I don't speed run the Wind Waker by any means. So like I I'm just from a very casual perspective. Um, I I really love the especially the opening little bit of the Forsaken Fortress. First of all, I think like the like the cutscene of link just getting shot out of that cannon and hitting the forsaken fortress walls is like one of the best i I think that might be my favorite moment in the entirety of the wind waker like it's just so ridiculous it's so funny Uh, i love that scene so like i i already like i love getting there but then like when you get there and you don't have your sword and you're forced to um to like basically be stealthy and sneak around everything i really Mm -hmm. like that i like i'm a fan of like stealth gameplay in general like like Metal Gear is is one of my favorite franchises. Um, so like to see that kind of uh, in a Zelda game is really cool to me, uh, particularly because it just it feels so different from everything else that you do in this game, and it, it just like it feels like. And one of my criticisms about the dungeons in 
this game, at least for me, is like they're like I said, they're all kind of vanilla and they don't have necessarily a strong identity with them. I'm sure that some people out there are like yelling at me for saying that, but that's just how I feel. But I feel like Forsaken Fortress does. Like it really has an identity about it. You have to like sneak around, you have no weaponry, and for the majority of it, it's like it's really um it's really fun, I think, to to like get the barrel. It kind of feels like kind of feels like old timey, like cartoonish or whatever. Like when you get the barrel, you're moving, and the guy looks back, and then he looks away, and the barrel's like way closer to him, and so I don't know. That just tickles me. Um, I I like almost everything about it. I think it has like nice music, and it has some wicked uh, boss fights. Like you said, Phantom Ganon. I think that the design for Phantom Ganon in Wind Waker is like like top of the pack um, as far yeah, as Zelda goes. Like we've seen him before in Ocarina. He looks pretty cool, but like uh, something about this, uh, I just I really love. Um, you get the hammer, which I think is a pretty, like, cool item. Um, and then, like, you, you also have the, like, the fight with, uh, Helmerock, which is, you know, also, like, kind of cool in and of itself. So, um, this one is, like, it's, it's taking all the boxes for me. Uh, and I kind of like that it's also broken up into two because, again, it's just, like, it's very different. Um, it, it feels different from everything else. It's, uh, it's unconventional, and for me, I know a lot of people don't like the stealth part of it, but I really do. That really uh, makes it more enjoyable to me. Um, so yeah, th- this one was like my number one. This one was the one, the one that I was like oh. immediately like stood above the pack for me. So I, you know what? Maybe I'm Yikes. wrong. Yikes! Yikes! That's gonna that's gonna skew our list like <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like how we're gonna probably fight about where this actually goes in the end. Well, I mean, if it's number one on mine and number seven on yours, it's it's probably gonna be number three or number four. I'm thinking. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I guess I I can't believe you, Allison. Shame on I'm you. I'm sorry. It's probably honestly, it's probably the speedrunning that's killed it for me. Well, I. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know if I can forgive you yet. We'll see how the rest of this list uh, shakes out. Um, do you have any any uh, parting thoughts on Forbidden or Forsaken Fortress, rather, before we move on? Um, it, just that I liked some of the extra points that you made that I um, kind of spaced on. Like the Helmrock King is cool, especially when you're running up the tower. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and the cutscene at the end when you first meet and well not meet but see Ganondorf like oh yeah is also like that's a pretty good turning point that doesn't make the dungeon go up in my list but it's 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 a very cinematic point in the game and I do like it a lot. I actually I love that you brought that up because I forgot it. So when you when you get to the uh, the end of the Forsaken Fortress at the first like go around and you and you get up there like. Everything that you know about Zelda is telling you, like, okay, it's boss fight time, we're going to fight somebody, and, like, you're just so easily discarded by the Helmerock yeah. King and, like, Ganon. I, oh, I love that. I, I think that, like, yep. the opening salvo of the Wind Waker is the best part of the game. And we'll get into that That's a little bit more hard. when we cover the game in long form, but, yeah, I, uh, I, I guess we'll see. We'll see what the rest of this list shakes out to, uh, to look like, Al. Um, all right, Dragon Roost Cavern. What are your thoughts? Um, once again, <laughs> once again, this is also from both casual and speedrunning perspective, but I honestly feel like this is just one of the most forgettable dungeons in the game. When I think of Wind Waker dungeons, I have a very specific dungeon in mind, and we'll get to that when we get to that, but this one is not it. And it's weird because... 
like aside from the Forsaken Fortress, it's like the intro dungeon, you know? Mm -hmm. And like I just I don't know. It's really quick. The um the item is good. The gra getting the grappling hook, that's pretty cool and you meet some really interesting characters like Medley and the prince for some reason I, I'm spacing on his name. And um and then you find out what's going on with Valu, like why he's so mad. But at the same time, like the boss fight is really slow. It's pretty like a standard boss fight. It's not very challenging at all. There's not much you can actually do besides the mechanic that they're forcing you to do. Um, and I, d I don't know. It's just, it's really like, you s I'm going to use your word. It's really vanilla. It's a very straightforward, I don't have to think that hard as I'm going through this dungeon. Yeah, I, I don't really disagree with anything that you just said. Um, I, I think that the boss fight is fun, and uh, I always like to see to see Goma. But, like, it is... Um, I, I, in my notes, I just wrote down nothing we haven't seen before. And I think that that really encapsulates this dungeon, where, like, it's it's laid out really well. It looks nice. It has it actually has pretty good music. Um, it's kind of like a mix between, between, like, Woodfall and the Shadow Temple, and I like mm -hmm. that, but, like, I like it more listening to it on its own rather than in the dungeon. Because, like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, even in the dungeon, the music seems forgettable. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, everything about it is kind of, like, you know, it's all very good. It's very nice. It's put together very well. It looks nice. It runs nice. It's just, like, eh, you know, we've, we've seen it before. It's not, it's not great. It's not awful. It's just kind of, you know, it's there. Um, it's, it's like, it's too far along in the game to be, uh, what I would label as an intro dungeon. So like it's simple, but it's, it's too far along for that simplicity to be a good thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And yeah. and then like, it's not like, it's not very complex either. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I feel like I'm going to use this word a lot, but like vanilla is probably a good way to put it. I do like the grapple hook though. I think that that's, I always like dungeons that give you an item that's like, um specific to the game like uh when right. in we'll, we'll get to this in a bit but like when you go in and you get like the bow or the hook shot or like whatever it's just kind of like yeah okay whatever like I, I i like going to dungeons like they give you an item specific to that game like you can find all that other stuff i feel like in the in the overworld and i'm fine with that but there's something about the excitement of, of getting like a wicked item that uh, you know at least this dungeon delivered on that there's not like i mean to be fair there's not a lot of dungeons in here that give you like specific uh items to the wind waker in fact uh i don't think there there's really any beyond this dungeon if i am putting a fine point on it but yeah so i yeah i don't know it's like it's okay it's not bad it's not good it's just nothing we haven't seen before is kind of my two cents on it um where where would you rank this one in relation to uh, uh, Forsaken Fortress? I would rank it right above it. Okay, um, so so yeah, I I would say that this one is uh, I'm looking at my list right now and it's like middle of the pack. So mm -hmm. I I would maybe contend that it could be uh, you know maybe below Forsaken Fortress for now, but when we get to some other dungeons maybe later on we can we can you know play around but i don't think either of us feel particularly strongly about you know this dungeon so what, what is that does that sound okay to you
I think that's I think that's a uh, a fine place for it because th like I was saying earlier, these are this dungeon, Dragon Roost Cavern, and then also Forsaken for uh Forsaken Fortress. Sorry, um, are kind of one of those those two spots where I was like, uh, like, t do I really have such an opinion that one goes above the other? Yeah. Um, I I put Dragon Roost above Forsaken Fortress, but I would not be opposed to it being below. Okay, that's fair. So we got number one, Forsaken Fortress, and number two, Dragon Roost Cavern. We're going to see how many times I can mix up Forsaken and Forbidden here. On to the next right, dungeon. That's what, I was, <laughs> yeah. that's what I was having issues with, too. <laughs> All right, the Forbidden Woods. Um, well, let's stick with this theme, Al. You keep uh, you, you give me your thoughts, I'll follow up. Okay. Um, I actually really like the Forbidden Woods. It's kind of one of those points that I look forward to getting into the game. Um. First of all, I think is it called the Deku Leaf in this game? I can't remember. Uh, I, um, I think so. I that's what I wrote. Let's just call it the Deku Leaf. Okay, so <laughs> I think that even though you don't get it in the dungeon like you were talking about, you get it before the dungeon, and I think that it was like a really cool thing of its time. Now, obviously, you've had like the sailcloth and the paraglider and all that kind of stuff, but this is like the OG, in my opinion. So I thought it was really cool that you could just, you know, zip and glide around um, and that you got to manipulate the wind in order to push you in the right direction or you would, um, you know, find the whirlwinds in the, in the ocean to be able to, you know, get yourself higher up in the air. So I really appreciated getting that item and I thought it was used well in the dungeon. Um, again, the dungeon gives you one of the, one of the pretty, like, Staples. Uh, standard, yeah, yeah, which is the boomerang. But the boomerang is also pretty cool because um, it does, like, multiple targets, which I know Twilight Princess did too, but that was after the Wind Waker. So, once again, I feel like this is the OG where you got to pick multiple places and, and hit multiple things, which I thought was, was pretty cool. So, like, even though they gave you the boomerang, they kind of made it original, you know? And so I made, it made fighting uh, enemies fun. It made fighting the boss fun. Um, what the heck is this boss's name, by the way? It's like Cali... Calidamos. Calidamos? Is that how you say it? Yeah, okay. that's how I say it. So speaking of Calidamos, again, it's really weird fighting him casually versus speedrun. So casually, you know, you cut down the vines, you wait for him to fall, and then you attack the heck out of him before he eats you, which is really cool. I, I really like this boss battle. However... When you're speedrunning, all you have to do is douse him with the, the forest water by the Deku tree, and he's done. One shot. Wait, what? Yep. You take, you know, you take the sacred water right. from where the Deku tree is, right. and you knock down the vines, and you go and dump the water on him. He's dead. What? Really? Yes. Yeah, that's a speedrunning strat is, for you Is right that there. like a glitch, or is that like a legit thing? Um, I don't, I don't think it's a glitch. It's definitely in a glitchless run. And it's just something funny. I'm pretty sure one of our own found out. Uh, Fish, if anybody knows Fish. Um, Shout out to Fish, but, big Metroid fan. Yeah, she is. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just dump the water on, and I guess it like cleanses it because it's evil. I don't think you can use the water on any other creature or boss. But it was it. It's like it kind of kills the whole fight for you. But it's also kind of fun at the same time. It's kind of a funny thing that you do. Wow, that's so, that's so cool. I had no idea that you could do that. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That, yeah. So, yeah. I think that the boss definitely makes the 
the dungeon. The dungeon is, again, straightforward. Um, but I like, like I said, I like the Siege of the Deku uh, leaf in order to get through it. And I feel like it's way more memorable than Dragon Roost Caverns. So that's that's my stance on it. Okay, okay. Um, I've got it ranked, like, just above Dragon Roost. And um, you, you know what? You said, you, you brought up some good points, actually. Um, the one thing that I, like... Um, I'm not I'm not as big a fan of the Deku Leaf as you are, but I think that that's because like in Wind Waker you can't upgrade your magic until like forever into the game. I feel like um, mm-hmm. I can't like you you only get one magic upgrade, and I like I got it really late into my playthrough um, last time. Where do you get it from again? You get it from like the the Cyclone God or whatever, right? Uh, the magic upgrade is actually from one of the squids i don't know what the squids are called oh it's yeah yeah that's right and there's the fairy trap inside the uh the big squid yes right yes um okay so so either way like what maybe it's just me being a bad player at this game but like when i when i'm playing wind waker i feel like i never have enough magic to do what i want with the deku leaf so like i don't love using it that much um i'm not like a huge fan of like standing on the platform and using it to blow yourself across a room or whatever so like uh i you know i don't I don't love it as much as it sounds like you do. I, like, I do like mm-hmm. gliding and stuff like that, but it was always just, like, stressed me out because I felt like I was always about to run out of magic everywhere. But, um... I guess, yeah, I guess that's one of the things, again, with speedrunning, you know where all the magic drops are. So it's not it's not too much of a problem. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I don't know anything about anything <laughs> um, in in this game or, you know, quite frankly, quite frankly any other Zelda game, so... But yeah, so I, I think that like the uh, the boomerang, it's like, eh, okay, that's whatever. That's it's a boomerang. We've seen it before. Like it does it does function nice. Um, it's it's certainly better than the Ocarina of Time boomerang, that's for sure. But still, yeah. it's just like it's it's tough to get me excited for the big dungeon item being a boomerang uh, when it's again something that we've just had before time and time again. Um, I I think that like. The music is actually pretty, again, it's pretty cool in this dungeon, but, like, I don't know if you notice this, Al, but, like, for me, in particular, with the Forbidden Woods, I feel like you can never hear the dungeon music because the enemy jingle is always playing. Like, it seems like there's always an enemy nearby. If it's, like, the little uh, thingies that that, uh, latch on you and slow you down or, like, um, Deku plants or scrubs or, like, whatever. It just seems seems like there's always something around that's, like, making that stupid theme like do do you know what i mean yeah and now that you're saying that like it makes me realize that there's not a lot of times that i'm remembering the actual dungeon music more of the you know the danger music so that's a good point that you i never know i never realized that before i i think that this is actually a critique of mine throughout this whole game because like there's some incredible music in the wind waker um but like when you know, when enemies are by, all you hear is that stupid theme, like, over and over and over and over again. So, I, I don't know what it was, but in this dungeon, I seemed like I noticed it a lot, in particular. Um, you know, the, uh, the final fight, I think, is, like, okay. It kind of reminds me of Baronade from Ocarina of Time a little bit. Probably because you're using fair. the boomerang to, like, you know, yeah. slash down tentacles or whatever. But, um, you know, it, it's nothing, again, it's nothing spectacular. Um... You know, I, I mean, beyond what you said, like, I don't have a, a whole lot to add to that. Like, I, I typically really like, like, forest-themed dungeons and forest-themed levels and stuff like that. Um, you know, this one, 
uh, middle of the pack for me. I, I think that it's like pretty, it's pretty decent. It doesn't do anything wrong. It doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think super great. It uh, it's just another like solid dungeon uh, to me. So that being said, Al, where would you rank this bad boy on our list so far? Um, on our list so far, I'd put it at number one. I think it's definitely better than both Forsaken Fortress and Dragon Roost Cavern. Hmm. Okay. Well, I would put it at number two. Um, I'm willing to. Let's see. I've got it at. I've got it like literally right in the middle of my list. So you know what, Allison? I I guess I'm willing to to let you have it at number one, for now. Okay. But uh, for now. I'm gonna come back and, <laughs> and collect some debts. I think later. It's definitely not my number one, but of the list we have right now, it definitely. I I bet I could like guess your number, number one, one. Um, but I'm not going to. Mm, I bet I maybe. could though. We'll see. Um, okay, so we've got then number one the forbidden woods number two forsaken fortress and number three in last place dragon roost cavern let's move on to the next dungeon here and uh this is tower of the gods so i you know what i'll take the lead on this one this Go for it this dungeon the the first thing i notice every single time i walk in is like this is final fantasy music this is not zelda music <laughs> it feels just doesn't feel Zelda-y to me. It feels like something you'd hear in a Final Fantasy or something like that. And that's probably oh, just well. me, but um, that's the that's the impression I get every time I walk in. Uh, this is another one that it's just like, this is okay. You know, it's, uh, you get the bow, it's okay. You know, we, it's, it's again, it's like, oh yeah, cool, the bow, we've, we've seen this before. Um, I, I like that you... Like, I like that you integrate the uh, the King of Red Lions into the dungeon a little bit more, and that you, like, you use a little... Maybe I shouldn't say I like this. I kind of like and I don't like that you use the water in this dungeon, where, like, sometimes it's kind of neat that you have to to use it to your advantage, but other times it's like you're just waiting for it to rise and fall repeatedly over and over again. So, like, um, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, I think that the boss fight is, like... Super, super easy. This guy, what is his name? Uh, Godan. Um, so he's basically just like Bongo Bongo that you're yeah. fighting at the end. And yes. like, I, it's just like, it's so easy because you've got your bow. You All you have to do is target. You fire off like no more shots than you need. So that's like a little bit disappointing. I love the music, even though it's not Zelda music. I think that the that the layout is like pretty cool. But, uh, I, you know, again... Uh, this one is one that I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. You know, it, it's here. I'm in this dungeon. It's, it's fine. Um, I don't know, Al, but maybe convince me here otherwise. Well, for starters, I feel like this is definitely one of the more memorable dungeons in Wind Waker. You kind of have your standards with, you got the fire dungeon, you got the forest dungeon. Um, you'll have like another kind of earthy dungeon and then like a shadow dungeon kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one feels like, this one kind of feels like, um, maybe Temple of Time in Twilight Princess to me. It's, it, although in, for Twilight Princess, that's definitely not like a different dungeon for, for that game at all. But it kind of has that feel where Wind Waker doesn't have that overall feel. So it's different. And... Um, it also feels like it's high in technology compared to the rest of the game, too. Yes, very um, much so. Yeah, so I really like that. And I I don't know. I thought the mechanics that you had to use in this dungeon were fun, like the rising and the falling of the water. 
um, from a casual perspective, doing the first floor is kind of cool. You go right to left, or yeah, I'm pretty sure you go right to left, and um, you get everything set up on the first floor so that you can go up to the next floor. And I I kind of like all the little gimmicks that you have to do, the little puzzles you have to figure out, and and then for the higher up floors, I the like escort mission with the uh, statues is really cool, and then you learn the song. So I, I kind of feel like this is also an item in this game where you learn the song to control things and you'll use it later for medley and Macar, but yes um so i thought that was pretty neat you're right the bow is just like eh. but i think you also uh, encounter your first um ooh, what's the enemy called um iron knuckle i think there or maybe it's a different name maybe in, it's this, the dark in this game dark nut S- something like that something, yeah you're, you're correct something though. like that yeah but you encounter them for the first time in, in this dungeon, and I actually really like them in this game. Like, they're a lot of fun to fight. So that was cool. That was a cool sub-boss. And then, um, yeah, the boss fight, once again, it's like Bongo Bongo. I feel like Bongo Bongo is better oh, than way better. this fight. But again, it shows the advanced technology, which is weird because Wind Waker does not feel like an advanced technology kind of game. But then you've got this sudden middle dungeon of the game that just... It, you're just like, whoa! This is kind of, this is kind of weird than the feel that I've been feeling this whole game. They actually so, kind of like recreate this fight in Minish Cap, and I think that that fight oh. is also like way better. Oh, interesting. Um, I for some reason I don't remember that. It, it's Cap. it's not it's like the same boss time. name. It's called something else. But uh, you fight yeah. him at the Fortress of Winds, and like you you shoot his hands, and then you go into the hands and like disable them and stuff. It's it's really cool. Anyways, yeah. They also have a boss fight similar to him in uh, Blossom uh, Tales, right? Is that what it's called, Blossom Tales? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I feel like there's a similar fight in there too. So it's it's not like a it's not like an original fight, I guess, is what we're saying. So, all that said, um, from and like taking in a speedrunning perspective too, you could totally skip the first floor if you wanted to. So. For me, I'm mostly ranking the middle floor where you're escorting the statues and getting the song. I I actually like this one more than the other dungeons we've been talking about so far. You know what? I actually so when I think of the command melody, I always like I always think of the latter two dungeons. Um, and I mm-hmm. I forgot that actually that you get it in this dungeon. But yeah, I remember controlling the the statues and stuff. This you know what? I'll say it here for the first time. This won't be the last time that I say this. I hate the command melody. Uh, I just think that, like, it reminds me of the Elegy of Emptiness in Majora's Mask, where, like, you have to play the thing, like, a thousand times in order to, like, get, like, the basic functionality that you need. Um, That's fair, yeah. I I don't know. I, I think that, like, perhaps there could have been a way to streamline it. Like, maybe maybe you play it once and like you you take command of whatever it is uh, medley or makar or this the statue or whatever it is and like from there as long as you're in the same room you can you can just press a button and you can instantaneously switch back and forth like that would have been so much better particularly in some of the later dungeons here but like yeah i um i kind of forgot about that like i i mean i guess you're right like it does have as far as as far as like the dungeons and wind waker go it has like an identity it's like this higher tech you got the water which thematically kind of fits with the rest of wind waker so like um 
you know, I, I guess I, I can buy what you're saying where it's, uh, you know, the best of the bunch that we've seen so far. I mean, I wouldn't say it is, but I can, you know, I can see your point. Um, you know, I, again, it's like, and I don't mean to dog on, on the dungeons, but I feel like number two to number seven are all like very, very close. Like, I don't think that there's any bad dungeons in this game. Um, but I, I also don't think there's any standouts. So like, you know, I, I, I guess I could see what you're saying. The, the tech theme is pretty cool. Um, I just like, like for me, I kind of grade things on a scale of like, okay, the item cool, is the boss cool, is the music cool, is the layout cool? And I think that, like, the boss and the item, for me, isn't really that cool. The layout is kind of, like, middle of the pack, and the only thing that is really, like, a standout to me is the music. And even that feels like it's from Final Fantasy X versus, like, <laughs> The Wind Waker. Um, so, it, like, if you, were, if you were adamant about it, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd put it at number one. If it were on my list, this is, this is like it's in the upper echelon, but it's not contending for a top spot in my list. Um, so I get, you know, what I, I guess I'd be fine with that, Al. If you want to do that, I think that's, I think that's fair for now. I think that um, as we continue, it might change. So for now, I feel of the dungeons we talked about, it's, it's the top of the pack for me. All right, so let's run down what we have so far. Number one. Tower of the Gods, number two, Forbidden Woods, number three, Forsaken Fortress, and number four, Dragon Roost Cavern. Um, okay, so let's get into what I feel like is probably the most beloved dungeon in Wind Waker by the vast majority of people, the Earth Temple. Yeah. Allison, I I was guessing that this was your number one. Am I right? Um, I think I will reveal this at the end. <laughs> okay, okay. Keep your secrets. Um, <laughs> right <laughs> um but i i agree with what you're saying a lot and it's funny because i didn't used to think this but a lot of people really like this dungeon and now that i've played it quite a few times i can really see why um i just feel like when i think of a wind waker dungeon this is the one i think of for some reason like the most you would think that the most memorable might be Tower of the Gods or, like, Dragon Roost Cavern, but for some reason this is the first one that pops into my brain. Um, unlike what you were saying about the command melody, like, I understand that it can be frustrating, and it's kind of sounding weird with how much I've said I hate the Elegy of Emptiness, but I feel like it's less painful, especially if you know how to do it efficiently. So I actually really like using medley to um, solve a lot. I feel like this is definitely most of the, the most puzzle heavy uh, puzzle heavy dungeon in the game. So I like that you get to control medley to help you figure out these puzzles, um, and that you both essentially have the mirror shield. Like you get the mirror shield, and she has her harp that reflects light. Mm -hmm. So you can use her, manipulate her to fight the enemies, the pose, and all that kind of all that kind of good stuff. Um, and you, I don't know, it's just like controlling her to manipulate your surroundings is really cool, in my opinion. So I, I like the command melody in that sense. I do agree that it kind of takes a little bit long to do it, and it can be frustrating if you're just ca playing casually, and by the end of the dungeon, you've controlled medley like 25 to 30 times versus, I don't know, maybe the 8 to 12 that you do, um, in speedrunning. So... I appreciate that. Um, I feel like the enemies are really cool. You get to see the re-deads 
in a completely new light in this game. They look kind of cartoony, but at the same time, oh, they I look feel creepy. Like this, they're great. They're some of the most, yeah, they're some of the most terrifying in the series. So you know, that Wind Waker doesn't get enough credit for this actually, for how it was able to make like some things look scary, even though it was like in that cartoony kind of vibe. Um, I think yeah. Redeads are like a perfect example of that. Actually, I think like Dark Knots are a, a great example of that too. Like those look intimidating as heck, as you were they're saying earlier. They're very imposing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Redeads are introduced. I um, one of my least favorite enemies of the entire series, Bubbles, have a really di- like ridiculous ability in this dungeon, and they make you stop being able to use your weapons. And I just, just those dumb. those are awful, <laughs> just awful. Um, this this is the dungeon where like. There's some of those flying over like the the chasm where you have to use the grappling hook, right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. God, that's terrible. It's it's pretty dumb. I don't ever like those enemies in Zelda ever. Um, I also don't like that ability in Skyward Sword. I was playing Skyward Sword the last two days, and they have that in the Fire Sanctuary. Hate it. Anyways, <laughs> um. There's also the, um, I think they're called Salfos in this game too, but those are, those are an awesome boss, uh, um, like sub boss to fight as well. Yes. They're very, uh, they're very interesting compared to the Salfos that you've fought in the past. So overall, I think that this dungeon has a lot of good things going for it, as opposed to what we've talked about before, where it was too vanilla, too straightforward. I feel like this is a Zelda dungeon as it's supposed to be, and it's in a great position in this game. So, that's how I feel. Okay, so is it your number one? I was going to reveal it at the end of the show, but yeah, it's my number one. <laughs> I knew it! I knew, I knew it. Um, you know what, this, uh, this one is, is high for me as well. I put it below um, Forsaken Fortress. And, and I wow. think, like, I said that the that the dungeons are, like, kind of similar. And I, and I stay by that, but I think, like... If one was going to break away from that pack, I think that this is probably it. The first thing that you need to talk about in the Earth Temple, I feel like, is how just absolutely awesome the music is. It is yes. so, so good. One of my favorite dungeon themes in the series. Like, the way that it just, like, pounds. It pounds that, like, drum over and over again. It's almost, like, hypnotizing and, and puts you in a trance, I feel like. It, I love the theme for this dungeon. Which also makes it even more frustrating when enemies pop by and you can't hear it. Because, like, man, yeah. I just want to listen to the music. Um, you know what? I, I think that, like, if if the suggestion that I had about the command melody earlier, where, like, you play it once and you can switch between uh, Link and Medley and, like, with the, with the click of a button, if that was a thing and that existed, this would be, like, an, an all-time high dungeon for me. But, like, I just hate using it repeatedly over and over again. And like you said, like, I'm a complete like scrub when it comes to playing zelda games so like i'm not good at them so it takes me forever to figure out what to do right so Mm -hmm. i'm switching back and forth i'm like in that one room where you do the light puzzle i'm like i probably use that like a dozen times at least to get medley into position and to where she needed to be and uh you know i'm also trying to find all the the secrets and stuff like that so like it's just like oh Got it. Like I gotta do this again. I agree with you. It's probably not as bad as the Elegy of Emptiness because you don't have to wait for that stupid cutscene to like put the creepy little statue on the right, ground. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Something about it is like I just I don't enjoy it. This is gonna be um, a theme in the next dungeon as well, if you can tell. But that being said, 
Like I do, like I do really like the puzzles in this dungeon. There's a lot of like cool light puzzles where you, like you got to reflect the light and like break down um, statues and, and just stuff like that. It's got a lot of like thinking man's puzzles in it here, which I I really enjoy. I think like the yes. mirror shield is like an okay item. Um, it's not like you know it's it's not the greatest in the world, but I also feel like getting a mirror shield is is always cooler than getting something like a hookshot or a bow or a boomerang or yeah. something like that. So like I you know I can I can live with that. Um I like like I like actually controlling Medley. Like she's fine, you can fly, you at least have that different mechanic or whatever. So I think that that's pretty cool. Um the one thing that I actually I, whenever I see the Earth Temple and like usually I'll only play Wind Waker once every couple of years cuz it's not like it's not one of my more favorite Zelda games although I like I love Wind Waker. Um so I always kind of forget that like when you get to the Earth Temple it's it's not really any there's not really anything earthy about it like when i right, when i picture right. <laughs> like you you think of like you think of like a forest or you think of like greenery or you think of i don't know something right and it's like yeah this dank dark gloomy crypt <laughs> uh like this is it's almost like something straight out of twilight princess <laughs> that yeah that's funny and you know skyward sword kind of does that too because their fire dungeon the very first fire dungeon is also called the earth temple and yeah kind of like uh what see it's just confusing us a little bit nintendo <laughs> yeah so like i always kind of when i get into it, it it takes me a second to acclimatize to the fact that this is not like this this rich like forest temple kind of a deal or whatever um but like you know and it's it's kind of like almost like a modern shadow temple really which which i kind of like um i think like once you get past that i like the aesthetic of the dungeon um you know what what's the god what's the boss's name jalhalla is that right jalhalla yes so this is an interesting fight and uh it's it's kind of weird because it's like a comedy fight almost which (laughs) yeah like i i actually i don't mind that but like it's 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 odd you know um like in twilight princess and the temple of time you kind of have that moment of levity after you're done where like uh you beat uh goma or whatever his name is in there and he's running around or whatever and then you you beat him this one is like it's just kind of a straight up comedy fight throughout the whole thing Uh, like i actually kind of like the gimmick of like breaking him up and then beating all the little ghosts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so now that i'm now that i'm saying it out loud i actually think i like it more than i thought i did so this one had a good boss fight uh but yeah like when I think of this, uh, like it just has some of the most incredible music, I think in in the series. Um, really great, uh, really great layout and puzzles. Um, decent item, pretty good boss fight. If it wasn't for that damn command melody, uh, I, like I said, I think this would be an upper echelon Zelda dungeon for me. Bummer that that has uh, hindered your vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm saying though, this is a number one for me on our list that we have so far. Um, I am 100% in agreement to that. Okay. So then let's be honest here. This is probably not going to be challenged for number ones and I'm okay with that because this is number two on my (laughs) list. (laughs) All right. So we got number one, earth temple, number two, uh, tower of the gods, number three, forbidden woods, number four, forsaken fortress and number five, uh, dragon roost cavern. we got two more to go through Allison. Let's get over let's, to the Wind it. Temple. What do you think? I know that you, you're a fan of Makar, aren't you? Makar is actually, yeah, one of my favorite characters of the whole series. I think he's adorable. He he's plays a, the violin like a cello because <laughs> he's so small. 
Um, and he jingles when he walks, and he like does this little waddle walk, and I just think he's adorable. <laughs> but the Wind Temple is not my favorite. So as much as I love Makar and I love um, controlling him and walking around, like okay, let's be honest, walking around as Makar is probably a highlight of Wind Waker. <laughs> but as much as I enjoy all that, the Wind Temple is confusing if you don't don't know how to do it efficiently. Um, as a speedrunner, I know how to do it efficiently, and it makes it kind of easier, but it's still long, um, and it's at, like, close to the end of your speedrun, so it just feels like a chore. Um, otherwise, it's very confusing. Um, this is where I feel the command melody is annoying, um, just because you, I feel like you have to control Makara a lot more than you have to control Medley. Um, you get the hook shot, which is, like... You know, standard vanilla item. Yeah, exactly. And um, I feel like the sub-boss fights are pretty cool. Um, I'm thinking of the um, the Dark Knight and the Wizrobe at the very bottom. Because the Wizrobe can spawn other enemies. So it makes it a little more difficult, a little more challenging. And you're trying to fight this Dark Knight while the Wizrobe is spawning bats and whatever else have you. Um, so that's pretty cool. However, in... I feel like a lot of people are going to hate me, but I don't understand the hype of fighting... Is it Moldorm in this game? Mulgara. Moldorm clone? You, you took the rant that I had written down out of my mouth. I I don't get it. I don't either. The music, I know a lot of people are going to like really hate on me for this, but the music is not that great, people. I'm sorry. And <laughs> I don't get it. Like It's it's not good at all, I don't think. It's, it's no. Like, it, it would be good as like... Um, I don't know. Maybe not even a town theme, but like it's it's too it's too peppy. It's too happy for a boss fight because you got this like flute going off like high pitch. I like I don't think that the boss fight is is very good. You just you're slowly it's very yeah slow. Well, that's it. It's slow. Like you kind of I feel like there's no and again maybe I'm just a bad player, but like I feel like there's no strategy. Like you just kind of wait for Mulgara to open its mouth and you hookshot him, you hit him, you run around and like. That's it. You just avoid him, and then he gets back into position, and he opens his mouth again. You upshot him. It's like, okay, like that's this is nice. This is fine. You know, yeah, it's this. In... People say that it's like this great boss fight with this great theme, and like I, I just don't see it. And I'm glad that you said that. Woo, we're in agreement with that. That's cool. But like, yeah, it's kind of for me. It's kind of like Goma, where there's a fast way to fight Kalidamas, and there's a fast way to fight Jawhala if you can do it correctly, <laughs> and um, which is good for speedrunning, and then when you fight them casually, it's really fun, but Goma and Mulgara, sorry for the mispronunciation of the name, that's how much he rates on my radar, um, <laughs> it's just, it's just slow, you have to do it as it's designed, which I know, it's a Zelda game, you're supposed to do things as it's designed, but I've played Breath of the Wild so much now that I like having ingenuity and being able to do different things, and I don't like that these bosses force you to slowly do the same thing over and over again. Yep. Um, yeah, this isn't a favorite of mine. I think that it's like, it has all of the same issues as the Earth Temple, but it doesn't have killer music. Um, Makara is, is worse to control than Medley, I feel like. And the layout isn't as... I don't know, welcoming isn't the right word, but, like, it's it's not... To me, it's just... It's not as fun, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, the hookshot, 
That's a lame item for like for this late in the game. Yeah, like, exactly. That's a that's a lame item. Like I, I like think of the best um, dungeons. Like let's let's use Twilight Princess as an example, just to kind of counteract my shade that I was throwing at it earlier. The last like four dungeons in that game, you get items that are equatorial to Twilight Princess, and they're awesome. Like it's great. Uh, in the last four dungeons in the Wind Waker, you get the hookshot, the mirror shield the the bow and the boomerang like come on um so that's that's disappointing uh i i don't know what like i i don't know what the purpose of the wind temple was because it's not like like yeah there's wind and stuff in it and that's cool but like it looks to me like the forbidden woods a lot of it like they're very similar i feel like they're both kind of like these woody earthy dungeons where it's like it just feels like, okay, well, we've already done a dungeon like this. Like, yeah, I get that you have the wind gimmick in this one, but, like, I mean, you also had the Deku Leaf in the Forbidden Woods, which kind of forced you to not necessarily use wind in the same way, but, like, kind of the same principles. So, like, I feel like this one is is kind of, like, a lot of it, again, is, like, okay, we've seen it, uh, we've done it. Like, earlier in the same game, we had the same kind of aesthetic on a different dungeon, which is probably better. Uh, early, like directly earlier we had essentially the same dungeon where you have to control a companion and that one was a lot better designed in terms of puzzles in terms of movement um so yeah i i don't know they, this one this one misses the mark for me um the hook shot i i feel like that's just such a stinker of an item for like the the last dungeon in this game um the mulgara fight i don't get it um and i know that like Locke and a couple other people at Zelda Dungeon are big fans of Mulgara. I don't get it. I don't like the music. I think that the fight is lame. Uh, this one is, like, really low on my list, to be honest with you. This one, it wasn't last, but it was close. Um, you know what? It wasn't last on mine either, and it was actually it was actually higher up than Forsaken Fortress and Dragon Rush for me. But now that we've been talking about it, I think it might have been bumped lower. <laughs> yeah. Now, now that we've ranted about it, I'm just kind of like angry, and I wanted to be lower on my list. It's just like it's just a weird choice. Like everything about this is weird. I feel like it's a weird choice for an item. It's a weird choice for a theme at this point in the game. Like this, this feels like it should have been much, much earlier in the game. Like this dungeon should yeah. have taken place much earlier in this game. I would be I would be one hundred percent okay putting this b- below Forsaken uh, Fortress. Uh, okay, let's do that then, and uh, I will read off what we have so far here. Um, number one, the Earth Temple. Number two, Tower of the Gods. Number three, Forbidden Woods. Number four, Forsaken Fortress. Uh, number five, uh, the Wind Temple, and number six, Dragon Roost Cavern. Okay, so we've only got one more left to go. It's Ganon's Tower. Um, I'll, I'll take the lead on this one, Allison. So okay. here, here's everything that our listeners need to know about Ganon's Tower. I forgot to rank this because I forgot that it was like considered a dungeon. So that that is the impression <laughs> that it left on me. Um, I I think that like it's kind of a lesser version of Ocarina of Time's castle. I think that you said that, Allison, and I completely agree. It's yeah. like, I, I'm not really a fan of like the gimmick where you get to the final boss or the final area and like you have to go and fight all the previous bosses a link between worlds does this too and i don't like it there either but like you like 
to me, like, um, going back, like, you know, maybe if these boss fights were, like, really interesting or really fun, I'd be like, yeah, okay, but, like, do I want to fight Goma again? Like, eh, not really. Do I want to fight Mulgara again? Like, definitely not. Um, the only one that I, I feel like is kind of fun is Jelhalla, but, like, even that, like, it was fun once, and then the novelty's gone. So, like, I don't like having to do that at all. Um, you know, the maze is kind of cool, where, like, you, you fight the phantoms, and the, the sword points you in the right direction. Like, that, that's kind of cool, but even that one, I feel like that lasts for a couple rooms too long. Um, and again, I don't know, maybe I'm just a really bad player, but, like, uh, it, it, I feel like it lasted, like, ten rooms or something stupid like that. Like, it just, it, for me, it seemed to go on, like, forever. Um, again, you kind of have a stink item, like, you get the, the light arrows, which, you know what, I get it, that's a staple of late, late game Zelda um, dungeons and stuff like that, but... Uh, I don't know. This the the whole thing is kind of a stinker. I'm I'm purposely keeping the final like boss battle with Ganondorf like separate from this because I I think that's kind of unfair to associate a final boss battle with a dungeon because that automatically makes it better. Like that final fight is awesome, but like the actual the tower itself, I I feel like it's just kind of a stinker. Um. Yeah, I kind of feel the same as you. I. I like the rooms in between the boss battles. I think those are cool because of what they do that's similar to Ocarina of Time where they kind of they kind of throw you back into these elements that you were facing throughout the um the entire game. Um but at the same time that I'm saying that they do sometimes feel like a chore. Casually not so much. I like them. Speedrunning this whole section with the four rooms is a is a chore. It feels like so much excess. And I wish I could just skip it to the next portion mm -hmm. because, like, I'm just trying to finish the game. And it just feels like so much extra work that I have to do to get to the to the boss battle that I want to fight. So I like it, but I don't like it. I, I do like fighting Kalidamos again and Jalhala. Kalidamos the second time, you can't, you can't kill him one shot. So you kind of have to use your skills. You can one-cycle him in speedrunning so that's kind of cool when you do it's like it's a really cool like um proud moment when you can get that um and jahala too because he has you if you can get him in three cycles that's also awesome it's also like like a yes i did it kind of moment but goma mulgara no thank you um the the maze that you were talking about i i did think that was cool casually because um you, like you get to fight I really like fighting Phantom Ganon, so you get to fight him multiple times. Y you're right, it does go on a couple rounds too long, but if you're speedrunning it, you already know the path, so you just go through the doors. It's not a big deal. Right. Um, if you're if you're doing that, do you have to still fight him and wait for the sword to drop, or nope. can you just go? Okay. Nope, just go through the doors. Just run through the doors and fight him in the last room. Um, I was, uh, when I very first started speedrunning, I realized that the gauntlet up to the, the, the rest of the tower... Um, you could just kill all those enemies with light arrows, but when I was first initially playing this game, I was killing all of them the normal way. So, um, that, 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 that whole staircase kind of feels like a waste now after speedrunning it. So, it, there's just like, it just feels like such an unnecessary dungeon to have now that I've spent, like, been speedrunning this game. It just feels like so much extra stuff. It's kind of like the last third of Skyward Sword, where you're just like, uh, yeah, this content is cool, but at the same time, this game is running a little bit long. So, 
I'm going to be the same as you and keep that, that final boss, including Puppetgan. And Puppetgan is actually a pretty cool fight um, separate and say that this, this the whole dungeon is kind of a stinker. Yeah, uh, this this is last on my list. Um, yeah, and, you know, like, I, I say it's a stinker, but, like, it's not terrible. Like, there, there yeah. are some good parts about it. Um, it's just, like, I, I think it, like, you basically said it like it's it's just unnecessary like it's I, I, at this point like you know you already have uh especially if you're playing the non-hd version you just have like the momentum already kind of grinded to a halt by having to go and collect all the triforce stuff like that yeah. so like man you just want to fight ganondorf at this point right and like it's this is too long uh there's there's too much filler in here like there i don't know i i'm just i'm not a fan of like fighting the old bosses really at all like I, I think it can be done in a cool way like Link's Awakening actually does it where like you you fight them as a mini boss in a dungeon but like not in a like you need to beat these four to unlock the door kind of a way it's like I, yeah. I think you can do it but in a tactful way but I, I don't think that this does it so yeah this this was the bottom of of my list uh does that sound about right to you um I still feel like when Temple is worse Okay. I it it actually was more the middle of the pack for me, but I but now that I've kind of seen my list be rearranged by this talk we've been having, right. I I feel like it is bottom, but still, when Temple is probably worse for me. Um. Yeah. Well, if if we put it above Wind Temple, that that has Dragon Roost Cavern at the bottom, and like I actually I don't think it's that bad. Like it's just kind of, you know, it it's not. It's not great, but it's not awful. Like I would put Dragon Roost Cavern probably over Wind Temple and Ganon's Tower, but um, you know, I I think that uh, I I'll give the last call to you, Alison. Where do you want to rank Ganon's Tower on our list here? Um, let's put it at the bottom. Let's okay. Put it at the bottom. All right. So our definitive Wind Waker dungeon list is uh, at number seven, Ganon's Tower. At number six, Dragon Roost Cavern. At number five, the Wind Temple. At number four, Forsaken Fortress. R.I.P. to that. Um, <laughs> at number three, Forbidden Woods. At number two, Tower of the Gods. And at number one, the Earth Temple. And uh, you know what? I, I'm kind of okay with that list. It's not, aside from Forsaken Fortress, actually, it's almost identical to the the way that my list shook out. Let me let me tell you what I had. Um, okay. At number one, I had Forsaken Fortress. Number two, Earth Temple. Number three, Tower of the Gods. Number four, Forbidden Woods. Number five, Dragon Roost Cavern. Number six, Wind Temple. And at number seven, Ganon's Tower. So, like, actually, like, you basically move Forsaken Fortress up from our list to number one, and that's pretty much my list right there. Identical. So, pretty, you know, not bad. Mine is, uh, mine is actually pretty similar, too, except for Forsaken Fortress. So I, I think that just seems to be the dungeon just because you have it at the top and I have it at the bottom that that right. changed this list for us. But I had um, number seven, Forsaken Fortress. Number six, Dragon Roost. Oh, no, actually, I switched these after our talk. Number six is Wind Temple. Number five is Dragon Roost Cavern. Uh, number four is Ganon's Tower. Three, Forbidden Woods. Two, Tower of the Gods. And one, Earth Temple. You know what? I'm, uh, I'm down with that list. Should we – you know what, Allison – I'm gonna call an audible here. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a fast one here. Um, if oh you boy. if you had to to lump these two mini dungeons together, the fire what is it? The fire island and the ice island. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where would you put those? Because I actually really enjoy those. I think that I might put them at number two on my list. Ooh. Um, number... Uh, I'd put it at number three. I think it's a little more interesting in, like... It's... Locke actually put this into perspective for me for Skyward Sword, but there's some side content that feels like a good intermission for all the crap you're going through in the game. So I feel like those two little mini dungeons are, are a good intermission for what you're doing in the game. So I would put that at number three for me. That's a good way to put it. Very apropos. Shout out to Locke. Um, okay, well, that is our definitive Wind Waker dungeon list. Uh, we're not done with the Wind Waker we're going to be back in a couple weeks' time covering just the entirety of the game. We're going to dive into its music, dungeons, uh, again, very briefly. We'll get into the items. We'll get into the combat, all of that good stuff. We're going to do a companion episode when the uh, Zelda Dungeon episode drops. Um, but for now, that's going to do it for us. Allison, I'm pretty happy with our list. What about you? Me too. This is uh, This was a fun discussion. I'm glad that you played Wind Waker and that we were able to actually think of this like I, I like it i'm good it, it's been years in the making for me playing wind waker wind waker hd i've had it for like god like like, like literally years and i just never bothered to pick it up so um, i'm glad that i did too um and i'm glad that we got to do this and uh you know i'm glad that at least someone on this show knew what they were talking about with wind waker because it <laughs> sure wasn't me um allison <laughs> if people want to check you out over on twitch playing some games for the marathon uh tell them where they can do that um, I play on both the Zelda Dungeon Twitch channel and my own Twitch channel. My username is Allison Aletha, no space. And I play lots of Zelda games. I will be playing nonstop Skyward Sword for the next two months. <laughs> Don't sound too happy about it, Al. <laughs> it, it's an awesome game, but it makes for really... I don't even know what happened to my Friday and Saturday. So that's, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I'm sure that was lots of fun with no AC. Ugh gross <laughs> <laughs> all right well we hope that you guys didn't think this episode was gross quite the opposite as a matter of fact uh that's gonna do it for us we're out of here if you want to check us out over on twitter i am at spateri 316 allison is at allison aletha and of course we want you to check us out over on podbean itunes spotify wherever you get your podcasts like and subscribe tell a friend tell that zelda fanatic in your life where they can get their zelda fix leave us a five-star review if you think we've earned it and uh, until next time, guys, everyone have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Monday.